0: Commercial.com is an office supply mega website. The Sheridan Commercial Company Office Supply Department, inside at 303 Broadway, or online at SheridanCommercial.com.
1: Howdy, I'm Brandon Masters, a deputy of the Sheridan County Sheriff's Office. I'm running for sheriff. I have 15 years of Wyoming law enforcement experience. I believe community collaboration, together with proactive law enforcement approach, will lead to effective law enforcement in the community. When you vote for Brandon Masters, you vote for a leader who stands with the principles of grit. I humbly request your vote for sheriff on August. I want to thank the citizens of Sheridan County for supporting the Sheriff's Office. For more information, find me on Facebook or visit my website, BrandonMastersForSheriff.com, paid for by Brandon Masters for Sheriff. This is Ken here at Prime Rate Motors, where we understand everybody's situation is different. We recently had a customer that needed to keep his ranch truck, not trade it in. What he needed was a car for town. After visiting with him, we discovered that what he did have was an extra stock trailer. We were able to take that trailer as a trade-in and got him a nice economy car that was good on gas and easy to park downtown. Stop in, let's work something out. Here at Prime Rate Motors, the super trailer store, or primeratemotors.com.
2: The Sheridan Farmers Market is back for another great season on Grinnell Plaza with local produce, meat, eggs, coffee, baked goods, and outstanding locally handcrafted items. Every Thursday, 5 to 7 p.m., you can find the best our hardworking local producers have to offer. Special thanks to our season sponsor, First Federal Bank and Trust. See you Thursday on Grinnell Plaza at the Sheridan Farmer's Market. And remember, please leave your pets at home. As
3: a business owner, you're always looking for ways to increase your market share. Do you have a marketing plan in place or want to revamp your current plan? Let us help. Hi, this is Bob Graham, and general manager of Sheridan Media. What if I told you that you could market your business on 9 different radio stations? Partner with our print publication, The Country Bounty, which is directly mailed to nearly 18,000 households in Sheridan and Johnson County, or market your business worldwide through a variety of our digital products, as well as our websites, SheridanMedia.com and sheridanwyoming.com. Let our creative and well-seasoned marketing professionals put together a well-thought-out and professional, comprehensive marketing plan to connect with your customers on multiple media platforms. No high pressure. Let's tell your story. Call Sheridan Media today, 672-7421, or email sales at sheridanmedia.com, and let us go to
4: work for you. This is Public Pulse your information and conversation program brought to you by Elias and Financial. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE, that's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey.
5: Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Now this morning I'm joined by the Executive Director of the Downtown Sheridan Association, Zoila Perry, and the Board President, Kristen Herbst. Good morning, ladies
6: good, good morning.
5: morning oh that was great in unison right it <laughs> could have been a choir <laughs> all right we, we'll talk about third thursdays and some other events in just a bit but first off zoila how has the summer been going so far down at dsa
6: it's been a bit crazy yeah with our lovely events that we have for the community it's been great
5: uh, crazy in a good way
6: yes crazy in a good way
5: uh, now um how much time are you taking off? Are you able to get much time off? I
6: probably your... won't take any time off till probably September, October. I did take a couple of days off here and there yeah so that's about it. you, you got to recharge, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> There's
4: a lot to do, but you got to recharge.
5: Because yes. you uh, – now, how many employees do you have down there with you?
6: I just have uh, part-time. Just well, part-time Janet folks. and then yeah. Evan, part-time.
5: Yeah. Right, part-time. Yeah, no, but the mm-hmm. part-time is full of a lot of stuff to get done, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Now, Kristen, how are you doing this summer?
2: Good, busy
5: busy yeah yeah, yeah,
2: you just try and cram as much as you can into the summer right
5: yeah not now you're you're DSA uh, board president yes, what do you do when you're not board president
2: uh so I work at Cypress Capital management, I'm a financial advisor with them
5: oh wow, yeah, wow, running numbers and
2: crunching ooh
5: mm-hmm that's a job I could never do me and numbers never got along
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's it, it's tough times right now, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah.
5: yeah. Well, okay. So let's go ahead. And it's been – it's a little less than two weeks before kids start school. And it's the first day of school in some parts of the nation. I already got friends putting up photos of their kids outside right. with backpacks on. Uh, over in Oregon and, uh, certain parts of Washington, I can't believe how fast this summer has gone. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, last time we talked, uh, I believe we talked about the Goose Creek Polo and to just kind of catch people up. Could you, could you tell me what the Goose Creek Polo Cup is?
6: It's one of our annual fundraisers that, um, funds go to help, um, m- um, mission and then also to help with the Goose Creek project. Um, you know we advocate for that. I know there's uh, quite a bit of changes that um, are coming up. Um, I know that the city and especially Hans are looking into other grants through the Army Corps of Engineers to get that project moving forward.
5: And the Army Corps of Engineers, mm-hmm. those guys do a lot through this country. Yes, usually humongous projects mm-hmm. uh, on a, on a massive scale. Now uh, you already had your Goose Creek Polo Cup this year. Yes. How did it go?
6: It was phenomenal. The number of attendees that um, came in, the spectators to watch that game, um, was just absolutely amazing. I've never seen that many tents. um, People came in and tailgated. That many people attend one of our events, polar events,
5: before. Did you see a lot of big hats? I, I'm always talking about the big hats. Were no. there were there many out there?
6: No. I want to start sure. a tradition. I'm <laughs>
5: telling you, I want to start a tradition. Get some big hats out there. How much was raised?
6: We raised about thirty six thousand dollars.
5: Wow. Yeah. Wow. Not bad One for event, thirty six. Yeah. 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 That's really. And these funds will go to once again. Uh, this to
6: further our mission to and, further and to this. help advocate for the Goose Creek Project.
5: Now, what was the highlight of this event for you?
6: Oh man. <laughs> Came off uh, Mm -hmm. without a hitch. So,
2: I mean. Just
5: the fact that it got done well. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: You know, and we have so many fabulous donors and so many people that continually come back and support this specific um, event. It's really, really fun to see. The different people, too, because, you know, normally you get, like, the same people continually, um, I guess, supporting the the same events or the same organization. Different different, kind of, I guess, group of people. So that was always fun to see, um, and and for them to understand what our mission is for DSA. Yeah, know, so. seeing
5: the DSA family grow a little bit—that's always great yeah. to see.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Now, now, how was the the game
2: itself? Was it pretty good?
6: I heard it was good. I'm it always running around. <laughs> I, think, yeah,
2: I think it ended in a tie. Line. Oh, wow. Yeah, but because they do it, they you know, the polo players, they're like some of the highest rated um, in the nation, and they do it kind of as the kindness of their hearts for DSA. Great group of guys, yeah. So they there was no tiebreaker. <laughs> We just kind of ended
5: it at a time. So. End it right there. Looks yep. good to us, right? Yep,
6: yeah.
5: Now, uh, what's the biggest challenge in, in getting an event like this set up, Zoila? Uh, and let's go specific. Let's say the Goose Creek Polo Cup. What's the biggest challenge in trying to get that not just organized but promoted?
6: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good question. You know, um, I guess looking back over the years, it's just been more of selling tents Um, for actual members of our community the tents that do get sold are continuous they have been sponsors as long as i've been part of dsa and way before dsa so to get someone new in our community to sponsor a tent and really come out and enjoy to see what the event's about Um, once they buy a tent and they see how how much fun it is and everything that comes with it they're repeated
5: Yeah, they're they're in for life now. Mm
6: -hmm.
5: Now, uh, when do you start trying to get all this put together?
6: That's a great question. (laughs) Uh, We did have, what, like a month and a half this year. Last year I did it in a week. Yeah. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah, so, you know, summer, if I had staff, we would definitely start out in May getting everything organized. Um, Everything's um, so well done now since we've done it for so many years. In working with the johnson's families i mean they they do stuff on their end and just get that orchestrated and without them we wouldn't this event would not be possible at all
5: yeah and so just basically uh, you can get this thrown together mm-hmm. in a week's time
6: if i needed to
2: if, if I don't you need to, to. <laughs> yeah
5: i was going to say that's probably one heck of a week right
0: mm-hmm.
5: now uh what was that like to put something this big together in a week? I mean, was it wake up, go, go to bed, get some sleep, wake up, go?
6: Yeah, make phone calls, make sure I have the caterer and, um, you know, the porta a potties are serviced and have enough sponsors to help um, buy prices for the kids and just make lots and lots of phone calls.
5: Yeah, <laughs> you're on the phone all day yeah. long at that <laughs> point, right? Yes. All right, so moving on, how have Third Thursdays been? Because I've heard that they have been really crowded this year. Folks are really getting out.
2: Yeah, I think that they've been well attended Mm -hmm. for sure. And the weather helps. Yeah,
5: absolutely. Yeah. So how's it been down there, though?
6: It's been great. Um, Lots of traffic. Um, People love who we have this year. Um, I can't recall the last time the two tracks played. Um, that played back in July. And then we have the Dugan Irby band um, coming to play this month. So oh, wow. We're very oh. excited. Local loves right there, out. right? Yeah. yeah. They were supposed to play last year, and last year, um, because of the rain, August got canceled. So we are happy to have them back again this mm-hmm. year to actually play on our stage this year.
5: That's great. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're putting this together, what's the biggest challenge that you face, trying to get third Thursdays thrown together?
2: Mm-hmm think volunteers is probably yeah yeah yeah. it takes i mean it's it's main street right so you have four blocks of like kind of trying to get traffic controlled off of main street so you need a lot of um a lot of people moving pieces to to help you so that's um one thing that we really need so if anybody's willing to volunteer i mean just call the dsa office um you know, it's a fun event, and and really truly really, everything happens before the event, and then you can enjoy the event, and then um afterwards, you know, it's usually clean up and stuff.
5: So you don't have a lot to do during the event no, except no. walk around, shop a little exactly. bit, enjoy the music. Talk.
6: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
5: But beforehand, I mean, you got to get all those cars off the road.
6: Yeah, yeah, we normally start about noon. Um, you know, kind of monitor, um, Grinnell Plaza, and make sure everybody's out of there by two. And then um, around 2, 2.30, food trucks start to come in. And then uh, about 3.45, everybody needs to be at their location to shut the street down and then guide people to where they need to be. And then 5 o'clock, the event starts. Um, and then it goes without a hitch. Everybody has a great time. And then about 8.45, we start to make sure people are not trying to come on to Main Street mm-hmm. to get their stuff loaded.
5: If you were going to give me an approximate number... Uh, of the perfect amount of volunteers to get this job done. What would that be?
6: Fifteen.
5: You knew that number yeah, right? You didn't. know Yeah, have we to have think to get
6: at least fifteen volunteers every single month to help put that on.
5: On average, how on many average. are you getting?
6: Um, about five
5: to seven. Ooh. So we're really sometimes less than even yeah, half that. Mm,
6: yeah, yeah. Because wow. if I don't have enough, then I'll make them go to the street. Because we also have to set up tables and chairs, yeah, um, and get, then kind of help with the traffic. And um, I normally have like a floater if I'm running around from one end to the other. So yeah, there's a well, the really
5: lot of really hardworking volunteers out there. Lots ground
2: to cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
6: lots of ground to cover. <laughs>
5: so basically, as a volunteer, I'm going to help clear the street. I'm going to set up some tables, some chairs, mm-hmm. and then afterwards, I'm going to help you pick those up. And it's a done day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty
4: easy job.
2: Yeah, it's really easy, really and truly. And Zoila has it organized so well that it just is, is like you show up, she's got everything ready for you. You know, you go to your post, you get people off the street, you help people find their, their landing spot, and then you're done.
5: Now, Zoila, you've developed these processes to get this stuff done as fast as you can. Uh, Do you have, like, a standard SOP or a standard operating procedure written down that you can hand somebody
6: if the need ever arises? Yeah. um, You know, normally we have a clipboard with all the information, and then we have a backpack for them. So everything's in the backpack. They have a bottle of water and granola bar in case they're hungry, thirsty, um, and then they're ready to go. And then we'll just give them a quick overview. And normally I try to match them up with someone that's done that side side of the street. Yeah. So um, they can learn. So in case next time that person can't make it, they can help the other new person as a well.
7: A left seat,
5: right seat ride. That's what we used mm-hmm. to call that. You're kind of learning the job as yes. you do it.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: Now, uh, what is the one thing about Third Thursdays that you would say you enjoy the most, Zoila?
6: I love seeing all the... Uh, all the all the community coming together, yeah. you know, families and little kids in the little bouncy house or last month, the watermelon eating contest. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> that was so much fun. And there may be or may not be a video out there of um, <laughs> someone I know uh, <laughs> doing uh, eating a contest with her sisters. Oh, nice. So, um, But, you know, just being in the community together, that's yeah. always great for our downtown
5: yeah you get that lump in your chest when you get that fellowship mm-hmm. don't you i yeah. mean and it really makes all the work worth yes. it mm-hmm. i mean it's it's fantastic now uh, when is the last one for the season this year
6: september 15th
5: that'll be september mm-hmm. 15th all right and uh our our next one august 18? 18 18 oh. I'm like what yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> the What's one coming me? up oh well, yes this Thursday
5: all right and yeah. and who are we gonna have uh, as the music performer on that the
2: Dugan Irby
5: band the Dugan Irby mm-hmm. band all right so another local favorite that people absolutely love yep. come out get some shopping done if you've got the time folks head on down there become part of the DSA family give a little bit of time clear the street maybe set up some tables and chairs when we return we're gonna continue with the Downtown Sheridan Association. This is Public Pulse on 930K 103.9 FM. Sheridan.
1: At Eliasson Financial, money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Security is offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC.
2: This is Renee Botten. I'm running for re-election as Sheridan County Clerk of District Court. By now, you may have seen that my opponent is running negative ads against me. Now I kind of know how President Trump felt. I can assure you that the district court clerk's office is being run competently, efficiently, and correctly. My opponent is hoping to pull you away from the truth, which is that I am the most qualified candidate. Don't fall for her deceptions. Vote Renee Botten for Sheridan County Clerk of District Court. Paid for by Renee
4: Botton. I'm here with Kansas Crane from Sheridan Honda.
2: Tommy, hi. What do you think of the brand new HRV that I drove here today? Oh, it
4: looks great, but is it Honda, really?
2: Yeah, they redesigned it for 2023, and it's definitely not Grandma's Honda.
4: Well, Grandma gets great gas mileage. I hope the redesign didn't affect that.
2: Not at all. The HRV is equipped with all wheel drive and still gets 26 miles per gallon. Plus, it now has a longer wheelbase, wider stands, and improved powertrain, and it's just as affordable.
4: Impressive. I'm going to have to take the new Honda HRV for a test drive, and so can you. See the redesigned Honda HRV at Sheridan Honda. <laughs>
3: Stop! Step away from that grizzly bear and leave the bison calf alone. If you're looking for the perfect memento of your trip to Wyoming, Legacy Diamond and Gems offers safe and beautiful alternatives including Wyoming Bucking Horse and their exclusive Bighorn Mountain Jewelry. They're crafted in gold or silver and are available with any gemstone of your choice. Hurry down and see Legacy Diamond and Gems, 11 North Main Street or online at LegacyDiamondGems.com Oh. Um. Are you ready for a new career? Your locally owned McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette is in search of crew members and shift managers. Owner, Larry Storrow.
0: Bob, one of the many benefits of working for McDonald's is our tuition assistance programs. You can earn a college degree through Colorado Technical University with 100% of your tuition covered. Or you can earn up to $3,000 in tuition assistance for Sheridan College or the University of Wyoming. Come in and we'll explain all the details.
3: If you need your high school diploma, McDonald's will assist with that as well. Join the McDonald's team today. McDonald's working to brighten your future.
4: Sheridan County School District 2 is looking for a caring, patient, supportive paraprofessional to join the district team. Works seven hours a day, Monday through Friday, from August 30th to June 2nd. The starting wage is $14.47 to $16.57, depending on experience. Benefits include medical, dental, and vision insurance, a flex share plan, paid life insurance, sick leave, personal paid leave, and employee pension. To learn more or to apply, visit the district website, svsd 2com
5: Good morning, and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends out there at Elias and Financial. I'm Floyd Weining, and this morning I am joined by the Executive Director of the Downtown Sheridan Association, Zoila Perry, and the Board President, Kristen Herbst. Now, the return of WineFest. Zoila, why are we calling this the return of WineFest?
6: Yes, the last time we did our annual WineFest was March of 2020. An right eternity before
2: ago. For <laughs> right, That's got
6: COVID. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. had WineFest, and then two weeks later, everything was shut down. Uh, so, yeah.
5: and, and you know what? It really does feel like an eternity. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, that whole time, it seems it just feels like it was what. It feels like it was three, mm-hmm. m- maybe three and a half years, but it was only like a year and a half that we were all really kind of sucked down that tar mm-hmm. pit. But yeah. uh, so we've got Wine Fest coming up.
6: Yeah. So traditionally, we've held Wine Fest the first Friday in March, and we're, throwing, we're revamping Wine Fest just like everything else, um, and it's going to be September 15th this year. September 15th. Or 16th. 16th. Excuse. Excuse me, September 16th. All right, September
5: 16th. <laughs> that's the hard date, folks. Now, uh, tell us a little bit about this event.
6: It's going to be on Grinnell Plaza, for sure. That's we're, new. Yeah, and that's new. In the past, we've held it at the Elks, So, but this time we're going to have a big old tent and have it on Grinnell Plaza. And we'll have um, wine vendors, and we'll have a bunch of wine sampling and beer vendors as well.
5: Those big tents, just out of curiosity, mm-hmm. you rent or own those?
6: We rent.
5: That, how much does it cost to rent a tent it's that size?
6: about $1,500, give or take. Ooh. That's on the low end.
5: Now, how big is that tent?
6: It is up to how many people? seventy five, I think. Oh, heard. my goodness. Or, no, more than no, that. it right. was like 300. 300- was it th- 300 and some? Something. Something like yeah. that.
5: That's a big time. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to have that out on Grinnell Plaza. There is a theme mm-hmm. to Winefest. Uh, yeah. Do you remember, and has there always been a theme? Yes. One? There has. What was the last one?
6: The last time, um, it was Roaring Twenties. The time. pre-COVID bad. Yes, <laughs> yes, Yeah. So it was actually our 20th year um, anniversary for Winefest and then it was 2020, 2020 so we yeah. to go with the roaring 20s.
5: Wow, that's mm-hmm. perfect. I yeah. mean, that seemed to just fit perfectly. And yes. then, and then I guess you could say came the great depression.
6: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely.
5: Uh, a couple crashes in there as well. Sure. So the theme for this year
6: mm-hmm.
5: uh, what's it going to be?
2: Fresh harvest.
5: Fresh harvest. All right. New absolutely. beginnings. Fresh harvest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I asked you before we're going to have a lot of cornucopias out on the table. That's just a fun word to say. For sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah, yeah why not? I'm not in charge of decorations. For <laughs> sure. <laughs> just going to throw that out yeah. there. Yeah. And now, how long is
6: this going to last? It will be from five till nine. Five till nine p.m. Mm-hmm.
2: What
5: What are we going to be able to see and do at Wine Fest in that amount of time?
6: Oh,
2: you're going to be able to taste lots of wine, sample lots of wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: Will there be a contest for the best wine maker? I think they're just called. Yes, wine makers, we'll have right? the
6: best of show.
5: Best I mean. of show. How far did you have to go to get uh, these winemakers into town?
6: So Lindsay uh, um, Berdello, she has um, a list of contacts already from her wine vendors. So she sent out an email with a letter inviting them to attend the event. So we'll see who are who all will be coming, and they're all from Wyoming. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, they're they're. They're vendors that live in Wyoming, that, you know, they have wines from California. Um, You know, it's just their wine representatives.
5: I was going to say, you know, do we ever, do we actually have like a a winery in Wyoming? We we do. do.
6: Um, We have one in Torrington. Yeah, that's right. And then we have a meadery in um, Gillette as well.
5: How amazing is that? You know, if I would have thought... Fine wine comes from Wyoming. That Someone probably would have reached across the table and smacked me across the face. <laughs> sure. But it can and does, yeah. doesn't it? Uh, and I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Mm. All right. So will there be – oh, I already asked that question. Moving on. What is this event going to be raising funds for?
2: I mean just for DSA and to further our mission basic
5: operations yeah. Yeah, ensure that uh, yeah. the party keeps happening
2: yeah, yeah and that we can keep functioning and providing for our, our um for our members our partners of downtown Sheridan and and you know continue with um the flowers um the snow removal in the winter you know just and furthering our mission just in various various resources that we
5: we use yeah, those Third Thursdays don't just pop up, do they? No. There's a lot of work and a lot of resources that mm-hmm. go into getting that sense of fellowship. Right. Now, uh, are you still looking for vendors for Wine Fest? Or, or is this already.
6: I believe Lindsay already has all of them um, because we do have a smaller venue. You know, and the Elks used to be a lot bigger.
5: That's a big, beautiful yeah, building mm-hmm. in town. Yeah,
6: so we are limiting it um, to an X amount of vendors okay. this year.
5: Okay, mm-hmm. so there we don't need vendors no. to contact the DSA. We've no. got that covered. How do folks get tickets for this event?
6: Tickets will be on sale on Wednesday. This
5: Wednesday. All right. You guys could going to be selling those at the third Thursday we'll, at the DSA tank? We
6: tag? will make sure we have them well, maybe with Craftco, mm-hmm. um Jeff can sell some there. Um, we'll have some at the stores downtown, and then it will be on our website as well.
5: Okay, fantastic. Mm-hmm. How much are our tickets?
6: They're going to
5: be $50. $50. Mm-hmm. Go in, sample uh, some of the best wine in the country. Yes. I mean, you can't ask for better. Is there going to be any live music?
6: I think we're going to have more of acoustic music. Oh, cool. Um, yeah,
5: yeah mm-hmm. kind of a, a chill setting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like mm-hmm. that. I like that. All right, Zola, uh, Kristen, thank you both for coming in today. I greatly appreciate it.
2: Thanks, And
5: uh, looking forward to Winefest.
2: Fest. Yeah, so are yeah. we.
5: <laughs> All right, when we return, we're going to speak with the Sheridan Recreation District. This is Public Falls on 930K, are we? At 103.9 FM, Sheridan.
1: And financial money management isn't just about dollars and cents it's about dreams and opportunities and more importantly family we'll take time to get to know you then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard just like you to learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you visit Elias and financial online or call 307-672-3010 securities offered through royal alliance associate think Member FINRA, SIPC.
6: With more than 30 years of providing excellent service to Sheridan area businesses, Harker Mellinger has the knowledge and expertise to help solve your bookkeeping problems, answer questions about IRS notices, and discuss your business concerns. Schedule a review of your financial records today and we'll find solutions that work best for you. Ask about our exclusive fixed price agreement, one annual fee, unlimited phone calls and meetings. Harker Mellinger, 1811 South Sheridan Avenue,
1: Sheridan. Tara Nethercutt
4: wants to be Secretary of State, but refuses to follow campaign transparency rules and supported a massive pay raise for the office. Nethercutt undermines election integrity by supporting unsecured ballot drop boxes that lead to ballot harvesting. And she voted against Wyoming's voter ID. A better deal, conservative Republican Chuck Gray. Chuck Gray voted against the pay raise. He authored Wyoming's voter ID, and Chuck Gray will make ballot harvesting a felony. Endorsed by President Trump, Chuck Gray for Secretary
7: of State. Paid for by the committee to elect Chuck Gray. Hi, this is Sheriff Alan Thompson, and I endorsed Levi Dominguez for Sheriff. Levi is a living example of community service and has the skills, training, and education to take the helm. In 2019, Levi was promoted to undersheriff after we brought in a group of Wyoming law enforcement leaders to gauge capabilities. Levi earned top scores in leadership, critical thinking, planning, and other topics. He has been preparing for this role for four years. Please join me in voting for undersheriff Levi Dominguez, the most qualified candidate for Sheridan County Sheriff.
2: Paid for by Levi Dominguez for Sheriff.
3: Hi, I am Dr. Robert Byrd. I'm running for the office of Sheridan County Coroner. As a combat veteran and a doctor of dental surgery, I've seen a lot of things. As a dental forensic consultant and an associate member of the Wyoming Coroners Association and a member of the Society of Medical Death Investigators, I want to use my years of knowledge and experience to faithfully serve as your county coroner. I appreciate your vote on August 16th.
4: This message paid for by Robert Byrd.
6: Sheridan Orthopedic Associates continues its over 50-year tradition of surgical excellence in Northeast Wyoming and Southern Montana with the addition of Dr. Jory Wasserberger, a Wyoming native and fellowship trained at the Mayo Clinic in Orthopedic Sports Medicine. Dr. Wasserberger joins a team of highly rated surgeons providing spine, sports, hand, hip, knee, and shoulder surgery, joint replacement, and more, including emergency care 24-7, 365 days a year. Visit us at SheridanOrtho.com to learn more.
5: Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends out there at Eliason Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting. For the second part of our show this morning, I am joined by the Sheridan Recreation District Director Seth Alverstede, Recreation Program Supervisor Zach Stewart, and Recreation Program Supervisor J.D. Williams. Good morning, Rec District. Morning, Floyd. Good morning. Now uh, we've got a lot to talk about, but uh, I do want to catch some folks up. How has summer been so far down at the district?
8: It's been a great summer so far. We've had a lot of great activities. The weather has cooperated for the most oh, part in terms of, you know, we haven't had a lot of rainouts or any issues like that. So we've had a, a really good quality summer so far.
5: That's fantastic. What is, what is your biggest event or sport uh, during the summer season?
8: Our biggest league? Probably adult softball. Adult softball. Yeah, that's a popular one in Wyoming, isn't it? It's, it's a long season. And then you got youth baseball and youth softball. But in terms of a, a league, that's our as our big league in the summer.
5: Now I I do ask about this uh, down below, but are you guys having trouble getting enough
7: officials,
5: like umpires out there at all, uh, whether it be for adult or kids leagues?
7: I think it just depends on the specific league. Um, we've had a lot of the same guys do adult softball. We've had some guys join in the past few years. But it is trying; it is hard to try to balance everybody's uh, work life as well. I mean, a lot of these people also have day jobs and they're sacrificing right. the time to come out and umpire one or two nights a week. Same with our supervisors and same with our, our kid umpires for, for baseball and now coming up for football.
5: Now, if somebody out there did want to ump for you guys, maybe we've had a lot of people move into town. Maybe they're looking for something to do. What do I need to do?
7: Yeah, go ahead and reach out to us at the rec district office that are our... Our office line, 674-6421. We do have a couple upcoming um, softball leagues and youth football that we can always um, take some more folks and train them up and, and get them ready for this season and also potentially for the upcoming years.
5: Now, if it, and I don't want to uh, uh, exclude anybody on anything, but what is your favorite part of the summer season down at the wreck?
8: I really like the start of it because we spend so much time in the spring getting ready for the summer because to have a smooth summer, right, it takes a lot of preparation. So so really, for me, my favorite part of the summer is once the ball gets rolling and we got some momentum, then you can enjoy it. Yeah. You kind of see the, the fruits of all the, the labor we put in and see those leagues going and, and the pools going and we're selling ice cream. And, and once all those gears are turning, that's, that's my favorite part is once it's,
5: Spoken like a true director, being able to actually watch
7: everything run smoothly. That's a good part of the summer, right? How about you? Yeah, I enjoy the beginning, too. Everything, April is a very busy month with the pool and getting ready for ice cream stand, and we have uh, boys and girls baseball softball showcases and manager's meetings and umpire meetings. And then that first day, everything kicks off, whether it's the pool or... Youth baseball, youth softball, adult softball, that first day you know everything's out, all the equipment's handed out, all the umpires have their schedules, all the teams have their schedules, and you can just hope for the weather. That's about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. And so hopefully, um, and we're wrapping up our last week of adult softball this week, so it does go pretty long, um, and we've been fortunate enough to have enough umpires in great weather. That's and great here. weather. Yeah. I mean, it's been hot, but, you know, yeah.
5: you take something out there to, to hydrate yourself. How, what's your favorite part of summer?
7: I'm probably
0: just going to echo what they said. Uh, it's once, that moment. Once you get it going and you can just be kind of in the background watching, uh, that's the best part. But it's really busy getting things going, and then the tear down at the end is kind of bittersweet. But once it gets going and you get to just watch kids play, then it's that's the more fun part for me. Yeah, watching them
5: smile as they grab that bet and head out there for the first time. <laughs> yeah. right? That's that's the big bet. And, I mean, that, what a – it's a very American symbol of summer grabbing that bat in your hand for the first time Absolutely. Heading out to the it's field.
1: rewarding it's rewarding to watch for
5: sure and and oh, smiles on their faces now uh Seth Kendrick Poole unfortunately uh looking to close for the season though because the summer is
8: coming to a close yep august twenty first we'll wrap up the the season with our with our dog swim afternoon, so we'll have our <laughs> cool. our normal swim our open swim. From one to five and then we'll have our, our dog swim from from five to six PM to to how we annually wrap up the season. But it's been a it's been a really fun summer down at the pool. Um the staff's done a great job. We're really fortunate to have great lifeguards, great swim instructors, great pool staff in general. So, um it's been a good year down there. We're we're wrapping up our, our last session of swim lessons this year and, and so that's been it's been, like I said, the, the weather's been good, so that's, that's been good for swim lessons as well. So. How,
5: now, when do uh, swim lessons start? So if parents out there, they're like, okay, I
8: missed them this year. I need to plan for next year.
5: Is that like yeah, in April?
8: So, so that registration is going to be um, towards the end of May. Okay. It's going to be that second half of May for those summer swim lessons. And then those typically start that second part of June. Once it warms up a little bit, we get out of the rainy season. And then there's four two-week sessions that we do consecutively to get to the end of the summer. And I'm always talking about how
5: important that is. I think that's a life skill. That uh, all kids should should learn how to swim. Absolutely, and you
8: don't have to be an Olympian, but you should definitely right. know what you're doing in the water. At
5: least be able to recover if you fall out of the boat, yeah, right? right? I mean, that's that's really important. Te- tell me about this dog swim day. Uh, when did this begin? Do you re- do you even remember?
8: As as long as I have been around the pool, ever since we were little kids, it's just been a tradition that on on that last day, from from five to six, they they do a dog swim and. And you see people that have gone like every year for 20 years. You know they get they get pretty excited about it, and they have brought their their dog the whole time. So how cool it's is that? It's pretty fun. Um, you know we we do expect well-behaved dogs. We do expect you to clean up after your dogs. Um, all of those things, but definitely come down and enjoy the event.
5: Absolutely, get to. Uh get Fido in the water a little bit. He gets to enjoy summer too. (laughs) All right. Now uh, tell us about youth cross country running. So we're basically, we're leaving our summer activities and it's time we start
8: thinking about uh, the fall season. Yeah. Transitioning into the fall, we've got um, our our youth cross country running. That's for second through fifth graders. We meet twice a week in Thornrider Park. So that's going to start on the 22nd. So it's August 22nd. That seasonal roll through September 14th for for boys and girls there, um, second through fifth grade. And then the last day is a one mile race in Thornrider Park. So um, just a good introduction for kids. We really make it fun, and we're not um, they're not that, they're not you know um, going out and, and running 50 miles a week. You know, it's it, it's a great introduction to running. We. Um, you know, work a lot on form and, and having fun while doing it. So,
5: And there is an, a skill to running properly, especially long cross-country running. Uh, I can remember there's um, my wife watches TikTok, and there's an individual on there that actually taught me how to tie my running shoes correctly to lock my heel in. Oh, and right. I didn't even know that that was a <laughs> thing. Uh, you know, I ran for 14 years in the Army and uh <laughs> never once knew that that was a, a, <laughs> there's a way that you can tie your shoe to lock your heel in and prevent uh blisters right uh so but this class is going to give those types of introductory lessons to kids so that if they do aspire to run later on in school or competitively this is a good place to
8: start. Yeah, or just that, you know, endurance sports don't have to be a punishment. <laughs> you, you can enjoy it. It's okay to, to go out and enjoy running and biking and those types of things. So um really just trying to make sure that, that uh it's just a good solid intro to to endurance type sports and kind of making a lifetime activity.
5: What gear should I keep in mind?
8: It's a good pair of running shoes, water bottle, athletic clothes. That's about all you
5: need. Okay, so we don't have to get anything special, just a, a good it's set a of running shoes.
8: sport. That's the beauty of running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <we have> to, <laughs> you
5: just head out there onto the trail and yeah. get it done. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's talk about the fundraising for the Bondi Park Play Structure Replacement. What is this, Seth?
8: So there is a playground right above Damedia Field off of 11th Street and Dana Avenue, and it's a bo- Bondi Park, and that play structure was kind of tagged we did a park inventory with a consultant in 2020 and that that structure was tagged with with some issues we've had to remove some features just for some safety issues this is not functioning properly and so we know that there's a need for an inclusive playground you know a really ada accessible playground in town that um for a wide range of abilities and so um we, we spoke with some folks about that, and there's some other folks that thought that was important as well. So we were able to secure a $100,000 matching grant from the Standish Family Fund, and that really got us rolling. So some things fell into place after that with um, the Scott Foundation, with the Provision Fund, um, with a few individuals in town. So we're currently at $159,000 towards our $225,000 goal. To, to get this playground done. Another cool thing, it'll have this pour-in-place rubber surface that will allow for a wide range of mobility as well. So pretty excited about the project. Um, anyone interested in, in donating, feel free to give me a call or shoot me an email down at the rec office. And there's more information on the project and pictures of the proposed playground and, and different things on our website.
5: OK, so I can jump on the website, and I can see what's planned. Yes.
8: Uh, and, and now,
5: we're almost there. Uh, we've we've got uh, just a little less than a hundred thousand dollars to go. Uh, and is there a date, or, or we just got to wait till we get the money and then yeah, we'll talk the, start date? Um,
8: there. The, I don't have a deadline. You know, as soon as I can get it done, let, let's 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 jump that on goal. Um, I've got the the playground manufacturer has been pretty good about working with us to to get that project done. So as soon as we like meet that goal, then they'll be able to to schedule us to get that done.
5: Fantastic! And and who the heck can argue against the new playground? Nobody. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's how childhoods are are built. Yep. All right, Zach. Tell us a little about men's fall softball.
7: Yeah, so men's fall softball is rapidly approaching as we finish up all of our summer softball. We do have a couple week break before our um another group of men take take the diamond and um want to play in the fall. It, it definitely does um get a different group of folks out that are too busy in the summer to um commit to playing in the summer um with so many kids activities and there are kids activities in the fall obviously. Um but it it, it does um allow other people to play yeah. in the summer once, um, kind of get back in the routine of everything. There are some teams for the summer that will carry over to play in the fall league. And we will start um, the Tuesday after Labor Day. And then after that, we'll play on Mondays until mid October, hopefully before the snow hits. Um, and that fee is $325 for the season. If you do attend the manager meeting on Tuesday, August 23rd at 6 o'clock. You will receive a 10% discount on the league fee. Um, and it is a short season. It's about six weeks with a one-week playoff, and we try to fit in, in as many games as we can um, for that group that wants to play. There are a few different rules um, for this fall season. We do offer more home runs if you do want. Um, if you don't, if, you, if I know a lot of people want more home runs, this, this league allows um, for additional home runs than the summer league. Um, just because there are few, fewer teams and we can um, supply all the softballs for yeah.
5: that.
7: <laughs> so, is that.
5: Is that why uh, the home runs are kind of, hey, guys, don't hit the ball over the fence. That might be the only one we got. I mean,
7: Surprisingly, we, we do go through quite a bit of um, home run balls. Um, yeah. This year it's been pretty fortunate. Maybe the, they made the balls a little bit different. They aren't flying as far this year. So, a little, um, little denser. Maybe, maybe <laughs> the hot summer A little areas. more weight, too. Um, but yeah, that's that's coming up pretty quick. And again, the managers meeting will be at the recreation office Tuesday, August twenty third. And if you have, if you do want to sign up a team, um, just go ahead and give me a call or shoot me an email.
5: Now, real quick, let's uh, let's just explore the managers meetings. What's going on over at
7: those? So we just go over all the rules for the season, um, game times, um, all the specific rules. How many home runs do you guys get? Um, the biggest thing is to get everyone there to talk about all the rules. And then if you do show up, you get that that financial relief of the 10% off for the season, which is pretty nice. Um, so if you do um, show up, you do get that, and you can pay that night. And then there's just different uh, rules and nuances what we're going to go through the season and what our policies are for rain slash snow and everything like that.
5: Well, it sounds, uh, sounds like it is a pretty dang good
7: idea to go to this manager's meeting or at least
5: have a representative from the...
7: The team there. Yep. So anybody from your team can show up. It could be the team manager, or if, if that team manager is busy, they can send someone um, to the meeting.
5: Now, coming up, uh, the Cornhole Shootout. This, you know, Seth, I, I don't know how old you are, partner. You look You look a little bit younger than me, but I can remember <laughs> back at the university. This started taking off. Uh, cornhole suddenly became a big thing. Just started seeing it at all the parties. All and now, the front
4: yard games. Yeah, yeah, all the
5: front yard games really started <laughs> kicking off around 2000, 2003. For sure. And this one was a big
7: one, wasn't it? Oh,
5: you bet. Uh, so tell me a little bit about the Cornhole Shootout.
7: Yeah, so this is actually our fifth Cornhole Shootout. We call it the, I call it the Fall Classic Cornhole Shootout. It's <laughs> the part, fall, classic. <laughs> fall Classic. We do it right around the first day of fall. Um, and it is partnered with Black Tooth Brewery. We do... Um, Have like half a block uh, street closure from right at Hammers, the end of Hammers Chevrolet, to um, the end of the block. Um, We have usually six to eight cornhole courts set up. Um, We can take up to 64 teams total. It is a double elimination tournament. It is a $50 fee for your team, and that is held on Saturday, September 17th. The rules meeting will be at 10.30 in the morning. Games start at 11.00. And we play until the champions are crowned. Wow, sixty-four teams. That's that's a day that's Yeah,
5: that's a heck of a shootout. Now, <laughs> team is what two two individuals?
7: Two individuals. Um, and you um, it is a two game guarantee, obviously. So you could play anywhere from a minimum of two games, and if you get all the way to the championship, you're in for a lot of cornhole that day.
5: You know, I've seen I've seen uh, some video with some of those guys that man, they're zeroed in. I mean, oh, they so are just they so miss. dang
7: good, right? Don't miss. Uh, and we, and we do get, touch
5: the board. Yeah.
7: yeah, we do get a variety of teams. We get uh, some teams, obviously, most of our teams from are from around here Sheridan and Ranchester, Bighorn, um, Dayton. But we do get a couple of teams that I sent out the flyer to from around the area Buffalo, uh, Buffalo Gillette, Casper. There are uh, Rapid City, a few teams have come over. So we do advertise it um, through other cornhole associations or clubs. Um, that they have come and played before, and um, they usually send, you know, 12 teams best. or so. Um, and so deadline, This is a, uh, there is a deadline for this. It is the Friday before at noon, so it will be September 16th at noon, so I can get all the brackets and everything um, assembled there. However, there is a wait list if you do come on Saturday morning, and you show up and you want to be on the wait list, you pay your fee, and then if a team uh, no-shows, um, we can get you in the bracket um, okay. where they're at.
5: So last minute, me and my brother shows up, and he's like, hey, let's go throw some cornhole. Then, all right, we can still make it on Saturday and- Yep. <laughs> if a team doesn't show up. Yes. Now, how often does that happen? I mean, things happen.
7: We know. I usually have uh, one or two teams that um, they pay and they just don't show up or – um, and it is in, in the registration. If you're not there by the rules meeting, your your spot can be given away. Right. So it, it is in the registration notes um, for when they sign up so that they, they are supposed to be there at the rules meeting. And, you know, if, if, even if you don't get out there to, to throw
5: uh, some bags, I'll tell you what, you can go out there just to watch a whole day of uh, Cornhole, uh, the fall classic.
8: Good spectating.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it is. I, it's true. It's Probably a lot of skill that you actually oh, see. Oh
8: yeah.
5: Like I said, there's like a whole TikTok range of people just nothing, nothing but never touching the board, <laughs> never touching the board. All right, tell me about uh, the Sheridan County School District number two facility scheduling.
7: Yeah, so with we partner with the school district to schedule out all their facilities, whether it be um, cafeterias, gyms, outdoor field space. Um, So anything outside the realm of School District 2, so all of our stuff we schedule through the software. And anybody that's looking to hold an event, whether it be birthday parties, or I know um, other places have held just informational meetings at the school district where they need a a space where they can hold 50 to 60 people, um, they can email me um, and get a facility request form. And then I schedule out the school district pretty much for the entire year. Obviously, I get some... Um, some requests throughout the year, different re- events that pop up. But the biggest thing is for uh, the the travel teams. Uh, there's travel volleyball, travel basketball, travel volleyball, all those outside organizational groups. Um, for after-hours a- after use. After-hours use. Um, so um, if you're interested in getting some gym space, you'll need to get, that, uh, get on that pretty soon. I do schedule out pretty much the entire school year um, ahead of time, so there's not a whole lot of overlap. So if you are looking for gym space, there's a facility request form on our website. Fill that out and email it over to me, and I can also answer any additional questions that you may have regarding gym space.
5: Fantastic. All right, J.D., I got about two and a half
0: minutes left, my friend. Uh, Let's talk about little guy football. Little, little guy footballs here. We just handed out pads to all of our tackle football players on Saturday, so that was a very busy day for us. Kind of chaotic with 140 some kids coming That's through. Great. Um, we've got 335 kids sign up for football this year, from first grade all the way to sixth grade. Um, flag football parents, you should be hearing from your coaches here this week. Uh, 16th tomorrow is the first day of practice for those flag football teams that doesn't mean you'll necessarily practice but that is the first day they're allowed to practice so we're here for football
5: all right. That, and that sounds fun. It's always fun getting your pads on day one. I kids mean, are very excited. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a lot I mean, of pictures going around on Facebook of kids wearing their pads and their uniforms. A already. proud yeah. moment <laughs> for yeah. a lot of little footballers. All right. So uh, now, are you looking for football officials? Just real quick. Always looking for officials. Uh, mainly right now, I need to find some flag football officials. So if you're interested in that, it's a pretty easy gig. Uh, we've had some high school basketball players that don't typically do the fall sports come in and do it for the last couple years so we're looking for somebody to do it yeah it's good having those kids kind of be out there because those younger kids they see them on the basketball floor and they think they're they're, yeah that's their hero yeah that's their hero all right youth cheerleading youth cheerleading we're taking signups till the 22nd um get a hold of me at the rec district uh we've got quite a few this year uh i think there's 25 first through third graders so adorable all right a ton just real quick Sixth grade volleyball. When will registrations begin?
5: Registrations open right now till the twenty second. All right, till the twenty second, folks. Guys, I want to thank you so much. I'm sorry we ran out of time. We always seem to run out of time when you guys well, come. thanks up. for having us. Thanks, well, I, I love having you guys on the show. All right, you've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE, 103.9 FM, Here it is.
1: and Financial, money management, isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard, just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Elias and Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Security is offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC.
4: Kane's Funeral. Call 673-5837 or visit them online at kanefuneral.com.
2: Conserve local lands and ranches at SCLP in Bloom. Presented by Sheridan Media, September 10th in the Whitney Center for the Arts at Sheridan College. Learn about the 11,000 year long history of Native Americans in Yellowstone with archaeologist and author Dr. Douglas McDonald. Enjoy cocktails, hors d'oeuvres, and desserts beginning at 6.30 p.m. Live and silent auction. Shotgun Raffle, Paddle and more at SCLP in Bloom, Saturday, September 10th. RSVP at SheridanCLT.org.
4: Hi, I'm Dr. Tom Bennett,
3: board-certified forensic pathologist from Sheridan. I've been proudly serving Sheridan County and Wyoming for a quarter century, providing forensic sciences and autopsies. I am candidate for coroner of Sheridan County to continue the wonderful working relationship I have enjoyed with our county attorney, sheriff and police departments, funeral homes and families. Let's continue our positive growth and discussions as we continue to grow and improve so that we all benefit in helping families through the injuries and deaths of loved ones. Paid for by Tom Bennett. Paid for by friends of
4: Mark Gordon. When the federal government pushes its bounds, they're a threat to our state's rights. Mark Gordon pushes back. Mark Gordon proudly signed legislation ensuring Wyoming will control our guns and gun laws. He's fought the feds on vaccine mandates, border security, grizzly management, and their attacks on our fossil fuel industry. Mark Gordon doesn't typically start fights, but he's never going to duck one. That's why we count on him. Habitat for Humanity operations are relocated. This means Habitat Restore is having a huge sale through the end of August. Everything must go. They have way too much to move. Visit the Habitat Restore facility at 1141 Crook Street in Sheridan and take advantage of the awesome savings while they last and before they move. Habitat Restore, open Monday through Saturday from 9 to 5. From the Wyoming Corporate Office Studio on 103.9 FM and News Talk 930. K R O.